shawty, what's all with y'all? Oh, hi. Coming to say you're lucky, fine. We got to cutting it off. It she know about the kid and fuck on my line. I'ma keep it up all with y'all. But shawty, I'm trying to make you mine. Don't make it too easy, I wanna try. She looking too good, can't let it go by, oh yeah. Think I won the lotto. This slow mulatto. She could be a model. She wanna show me some. Think I won the Alrighty, folks, welcome back to another episode of The Love Cast. Today, I have. Austin and Tori coming on and we are going to be doing a little game of NBA hot takes where we each give out a take and decide whether or not it's a hot one. There's a lot of really interesting takes on here, a lot of fun ones, um, and a lot of good NBA discussion. So stay tuned for that. It'll be coming up in this next segment. Okay, I'm here with TH and Stig and we're going to be doing a little game of hot takes um, where basically we give out a bunch of takes and the other guys decide if they're hot or not. So Austin, did you want to start with your super hot one or do you have? Um... Yeah, I'll start. So my flaming hot take is that there are, there's layers to it. There's layers to it. Uh, Jared okay. Allen is the second best center in the league right now. Okay. Explain yourself first. Okay. Yeah, explain. So he's eighth in rebounds. He's averaging 11 rebounds a game. Um, he's averaging 14.1 points per game. Uh, he's shooting 60% from the field in total. And the man is an absolute workhorse. When you watch him play, there's so many things that he does that go wildly unnoticed. And I attribute a massive portion of the recent uh, Cavs win over the Lakers. Well, partially AD got sick. That was really weak. But Jared Allen was literally unstoppable in the pick and roll. He went 11 for 14, shot almost 80%. He was two for four from the free throws. He had three steals, a block, an assist, 11 rebounds, and 24 points. The man is cooking, and I think a lot of it is the system that he's in. But right now, I would take him over Embiid. I would take him over Gobert, oh. over Towns. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Embiid oh, yeah. one's crazy. The Gobert and Towns Yeah, one, the, Embiid, would... the, no, uh, the Embiid one is absolutely diabolical. If, what about if Jokic? I'm, if I'm built, no, Jokic is the best. But I'm saying if I'm building a team right now, Jared Allen is the second center I'm taking. Wow. All right. So yeah. that's a very hot take. You, you oh, so what you're that. saying is like if Joel Embiid is on the board and Jared Allen's on the board and you're drafting, you're taking Jared Allen. Yep. Okay. If I'm building a team, if I'm building a complete team, I'm not taking Embiid. How come? Yeah, How why? Come? Well, why? he's a baby, first of all. He <laughs> doesn't. Well, in, in what sense? Like, I saw I guess... a statistic that. I saw a statistic that said, like, on 60, I think it was over 60% of his field goals attempted he falls on the floor or ends up on the floor after. He's extremely injury-prone. They've had moderate success with crazy good rosters. He's like DeMarcus Cousins. He's never going to win anything big. <laughs> that's a second That's a, that's oh, a second hot take. All right, I don't even look know. At, look, at, look at Boogie Cousins in New Orleans and tell me he's any different from Embiid right now. Boogie Cousins in New Orleans, any different from Embiid right now? Yes. A lot. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> I have to say a lot. Oh different. I'm sorry, Stan. I have to say so much different. Bro. Bro. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. I would give you Boogie Boogie Cousins and the King in Sacramento. That's what I meant. Not yeah, not like, like Boogie I'm Cousins. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Kings, yeah, yeah. That makes really a lot good. Sense. But like Boogie Cousins and the Sacramento Kings, like wasn't backing down and, and throwing up hook shots. Like that's not what he was doing. Like and Embiid uh, does that. Yes, no. that's what he. That's what he does. Yes. I'm not um, an Embiid fan, but I'm just saying that's what he does. He doesn't take threes. 
Like jo- Joel and B takes some threes now. Um, his yeah, but like it's not lot. like he's it's not like he's taking them on a high clip. Is what I'm I saying. think. Well, the difference between Boogie Cousins and Joel Embiid is Joel Embiid takes some threes. He has a better mid range jumper and he has better passing than Boogie Cousins. Both of them are defensively just horrific. So I, I actually that comparison is actually not terrible. Um, it's it's when you said New Orleans, I was like, Holy yeah, fuck. no, I'm sorry, I, I meant the New I Orleans meant the one. Kings. Well, I was no, thinking yeah. about all the damn teams he's been on he's after been he started on a lot. Warriors. He was on a yeah lot after of the Kings, he kind of just bounced yeah. around. Um. And the, yeah, so okay, I don't even. We should end the show. That's the hottest take we're gonna get. That is insane. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't really know how to respond to that. Wait, but you said Jokic. You would is the number one. So he's you, the number one. I think Jared Allen is the second best center. Oh, okay. so who like so like the best center in the league? Okay, just as like no. a uh, just as a question, honestly, like so like what you have, for your center rankings right now? You got like Jokic, Jared Allen. Who's yep. your third then? Embiid or who is it? <laughs> it's gonna be a bit. Yeah, yeah dude. Unfortunately, like I don't like the guy, but he puts. Well, up yeah, points. I, I don't like him either. But I, like, I have to respect. I, I just know. he's not like a like he's not someone that I see you just plug into any roster and it gets better. Like he needs something built around him, and um, that's what they've been trying to do, and it just doesn't work, dude. Like, I mean, yeah, he could be the only player on your team. You're not going to do anything. You can add pieces to him. You're also not going to do anything. He's gonna go cry after Kawhi Leonard hits a game winner over him. Well, like, oh, big deal. Oh, those pieces around. that they added were a Ben Simmons that is mentally and physically fucked. Okay, Mark- well, Ben Simmons when he was playing with him was good. He won Rookie of the Year. He was in the running for Defensive Player of the Year. He was balling out. Like, we couldn't stop him. The Celtics couldn't stop him. Yeah. Um. And then I guess like, hmm. This is a really hot take. I don't. I just don't. Even, James Harden with him. James Harden is supposed to be some phenomenal. James player, Harden is washed, right? or not washed, but that's yeah. Like an James old elderly Harden. James Harden. Yeah. Um, he's not. You gave Jimmy Butler was the best player. I'd say he probably played with, but the when it was the Ben Simmons, uh, Jimmy Butler team, the bench was kind of lacking. Now they have a great bench, but they don't have a lot of, like they're kind of weirdly built. I mean, they're going to be okay. They've just been really injury-prone. Harden's coming back from his injury. He didn't look great, but he's coming back. Joel Embiid himself has been injured. Maxi was injured. Um, I think, like, he's – I think – I like Joel Embiid a lot, actually. I don't like – like, as a Celtics fan, obviously, I have some kind of uh, disapproval yeah, no, towards him. But I like him as a player, and I think he's really good, and I think he can be the number one on a championship team. I really do. So, I don't – I 100% don't think Jared Allen will ever be a one – Oh, number one on the championship team, and I think that's why uh, they're different. Joel Embiid can take over games. Um, he's he's insane. Like his stats are like I know Jared Allen right now is having better stats. So w- w- is it like all time or is it like it's not? It's not even as his stats. It's just the way he plays. Like I would just I think he's so much more sound. Not sound. I'm sorry. Like I don't think he's better skill wise than Embiid. I think that's really hard to do. But I think he's a better player i mean so this like, i don't season, think he's more skilled but he's a better player how many points do you think joel Embiid's averaging this season 30 31 wait what i think he's averaging somewhere around 30 i'd have yeah, to guess 31.9 um what's his rebounds uh his rebounds are 9.6 and, and what's he, his field goal percentage uh 51.4 and he's has five assists um okay so, so like, i mean it's just that's like, why there's a difference. It's mostly in yeah. points, right? Uh, uh, and the assists too. But I just I don't have efficiency stats pulled up. I would I would bet you that Jaron Allen's plus minus is way better than 
Well, enemies. yeah, but that's because Jared Allen gets like fifth or no, he probably gets at most like eight to 10 shots a game. Whereas Joel Embiid sometimes might take 30 shots. Um, this is the focal point of the offense. Um, yeah, that's a really hot take. I, I'm going to disagree with you, but I guess like there's not really I like you're pretty set in your stance, but we will have people come like people will comment about that. That's a good that's oh, a good sure. that's an interesting take. It's very hot. I don't I don't agree. I think Joel Embiid is one of the best players. Um, I think it's his team that's been letting. Butler was a really good pairing. I wish they could have kept him, but they kind of like the it was Jimmy Butler and then it was. Ben Simmons and then it fell off. That team fell apart. And Ben Simmons also fell apart. Um, and yeah, so it's weird. Like if Joel Embiid had better built teams, I think he would already be a champion. By Didn't now. they have like Tobias Harris in there? Didn't they have uh um... suck? Tobias Harris sucks. Let's be real here. He's sucked. Wow. Wow. Every piece wow. that's tried guy. to go to the Sixers, every piece that's tried to go to the Sixers has not been good. We can't sit here and say that any any piece that's been around Joel Embiid has been what has been expected or what they were before they got there. To be fair, the Sixers might have one of the worst draft records in the history of the NBA. I was looking at I was looking at the so the Suns are, have a pretty bad one. The Suns have a at, really bad one. I was looking at the 2017 draft. Uh, I'm doing a 2017 redraft as one of the segments in this show. Sure. This is the draft where they took Markel Fultz first. Yeah. What are you doing? I mean, at the time, no, at is the time that was a good need? pick. Yeah, like sure, such a smart move by Danny Ainge. That set up that set up our franchise. Wait, so I have there. I have the 2018 2019 Sixers pulled up. It was Jonah Bolden, Corey Brewer, Jimmy Butler, Wilson Chandler, uh, Robert Covington, Joel Embiid, James Ennis the third, Markel Fultz, Tobias Harris, Haywood Highsmith, Demetrius Jackson, Amir Johnson, Ferkman Korkmaz. Boban Marjanovic, TJ McConnell, Shake Milton, Greg Monroe, Mike Muscala, Justin Patton, JJ Redick, Dario Saric, Mike Scott, Landry Shamit, Landry Shamit, Ben Simmons, Jonathan Simmons, Zaire Smith. This one. Also, did you guys know the Zaire Smith story? You guys know that story? Zaire Smith got drafted and was really good, developed a peanut allergy, and is no longer like in the NBA anymore. He like he developed this like horrific peanut allergy. I'm pretty sure that was Zaire. It was, yeah, it was Zaire Smith. And now um, he hasn't been in the NBA since 2020. Um, yeah. That is so, tough. He died another weird allergy? Yeah, they have a, they have like a, a weird draft curse. And people say, like NBA Twitter says it's from their tanking. Well, dude, you remember, you remember when they drafted Nerlens Noel? Yeah. They drafted well, also on... at the time, you know, we can argue, at, at the time he was like one of the top centers in college at did Kansas. They, did Wasn't they draft a bad draft? Did they draft Jaleel Okafor? They yes. did draft Jaleel Okafor. Dude, they drafted like eight centers and like – Dude, yeah, the they went Joel and mid to late wasn't 2000s. Out, I think they went Jaleel Okafor and then they went um... – No, Joel was injured for that year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they drafted um, Jaleel like, Okafor the year after. Yeah. So anyways, they, they have – NBA Twitter says because they uh, fucking tanked for so long, um, they are now cursed. cursed. But anyways – that's a great take. That's a great way to start off the show. Um, my take, and it's not actually my take, it's my dad's take. And he, so shout out my dad. Um, his hot take is that Ime Udoka is going to be the the head coach of the Atlanta Hawks next season. The Hawks. Yes. So I was, uh, before we began, I was talking to TH about this a little bit. Do you, are you guys familiar with what happened with like this week with Trey Young and Nate McMillan? Uh, I did not see what happened. No. Okay. So. 
a video I know they lost <laughs> well yes a video break uh a video is like posted a video leaks rather from atlanta it's an actual confirmed leak uh apparently atlanta according to kevin o'connor of the ringer is leaking like crazy in his own words so they're all over the place like lots of leaks are getting out um Trey Young video leaked of him getting into a verbal altercation with Nate McMillan. Um, later the next game, the the uh, Hawks are playing the OKC Thunder, and Trey Young is nowhere to be found. Um, he's not in the building. He did not show up. Eventually, he comes back and he's at the podium, and a reporter talks to him and asks him what's going on. And Trey says he's injured, and then the reporter goes, "Well." Um, John Collins is in a boot and he's sitting there for your, for his team. Like if you're injured, why were you not there? And then Trey says like, basically like kind of brushes it off. And then the reporter's like, um, does this have anything to do with the altercation? And Trey young essentially says that altercation should not have been leaked. So the vibes are not very good. They they're coming off a loss to the New York Knicks. Um, I think they're like 13 and four or 14 and 13, something like that. They're just above 500 or around 500 I can um, tell you right now. Yeah. Nate McMillan's been on the hot seat for a long while. I think he's been on the hot seat for about three years, ever since that Eastern Conference Finals run. Uh, 13 and 12. 13 and 12, yeah. So they're right above 500. Um, yeah, McMillan's been on that hot seat ever since that Eastern Conference Finals run. The next year he came back, um, and he just – their, their um, regular season looked really bad, and the Hawks came out and said essentially like, Trey Young and the Hawks were like, oh, the regular season is it's a tough time for us to get invested because we were at the Eastern Conference Finals and it means a lot, I guess. So <laughs> kind of weird. But yeah, how do you guys feel about that take? Uh, oh, also, this is a team with a bad attitude and bad defense. Kind of the perfect team for Ime Udoka to fix, right? He's a defensive minded coach who fixes attitudes. Yeah, I, I just I, I'd say, you know, with everything that happened with what was her name again? The the girl that he we don't, uh, yeah we don't know we, we don't, don't I mean, well it's just it's you know it's obviously something that they're gonna bring up in the, in the interview process which is tough like yeah that happens but I mean obviously he got he was hired as the Nets head coach at one point so clearly he was he was he still held in high regard so I can definitely see that happening like it's not that's well, not really a hot take in my opinion but like he was, I can definitely what's up yeah Sorry. he was never he was never hired. He was rumored to be hired, and we jumped the gun and thought he was because Shams oh, okay. and uh, Woj yeah. said basically mm -hmm. he was, it was a done deal, but it never happened, which kind of scares me off because the Nets are where the Celtics got Ime from by the way of the Spurs. Ime started with the Spurs. I was going to say, I thought we got him from the Spurs. No, he started with the Spurs. The, um, I forget his name from the Spurs, went to the Nets, and then Ime was an assistant or something like that on the Nets kind of okay. carousel, yeah. and then we got him from the Nets. And so for him to go back to the Nets and get denied that job kind of scares me. So yeah, I, I can't tell you how I feel about the take that he's going to the Hawks, right? Because like, I just haven't been following it that much, but I think that if he does go to the Hawks, I think that's a huge improvement for him. Massive oh, yeah. improvement. Perfect um, fit, right? I mean, they are down some guys right now. John Collins is out, I believe. Yeah, he's been out for a while. Bogey I, just came back. Did he just came back? He just came back like two or th like two or three games ago. Because he was out for the he was out for the New York game. No, he played in that. He did. Yep. 
Um, I think that might have been his first game back or second game oh, back. Oh, because so, I bet on that game. Shitty. Whatever, that's oh, that's game. Um, I took New York because I thought he was injured and a couple of the bench guys were. Anyway. Um, DeJounte Murray ended up injuring himself in that game and did oh. not return. So, What a bozo. Uh, no, I think – I mean – I could see it as a destination for him, especially because he proved himself in the one year being a head coach. Granted, he had a lot of talent to work with and a lot of young guys that seem like they're willing to, you know, do what their coach says and work hard. But um, I mean, dude, it's, it's definitely a possibility. And honestly, I think that'd be great for Ime. I mean, there's yeah. plenty of beautiful women in Atlanta. So <laughs> yeah, that's why. Um, well, <laughs> Atlanta has a, a great uh, a roster. Um, they have like an actually super stacked ro- roster. Um, Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, Clint Capella, John Collins. I was gonna say Clint Capella, yeah. Jarrett Culver, who remember he was drafted in Minnesota. I was a big fan of him. Um, he's he looked all right last game. Uh, Trent Forrest, AJ Griffin, who's been playing really well. Aaron Holiday's obviously good. Justin Holiday, obviously good. DeAndre Hunter, who I'm a huge fan of. Yeah. Jalen Johnson, who's been playing really really well. Frank. They got Kaminsky. Kevin Herter still. No, they traded him to Sacramento in one of the worst trades of the offseason. Um, then Frank the Tank, Kaminsky, Vic Krejci, um, Tyrese Martin, DeJounte Murray, Onyeka Kongwu, and Trey Young. Very stacked roster, in my opinion. Um, obviously, relatively like power forward and guard heavy, or like it's like the forward and like two yard kind of. They need some wing heavy. guys. They need yeah. some wing guys. So they'll get rid of the. the I think they're going to, um, you know bundle some guys together together to get a better veteran player but it'd be interesting i think i think that's like an interesting uh little fold if Ime ended up going to atlanta i think that makes them a lot more fun in my opinion because um trey young just doesn't seem very fun to play with and his usage rate actually went up since dejounte murray it's insane his yeah. usage rate is nuts it doesn't make sense because his usage rate went up but dejounte murray's there who's ball dominant and as we know, this is the second time in a row I'm shutting it out, but the sustainability of heliocentrism, like, dude, those usage rates actually make an, have an effect. Like, you, they really do. You can't have you can't have above, a, like, a 35% usage rate and be, yeah. a, like, thoroughly winning, like, championship-looking team. It's just not going to happen. In the last, like, how many years? Let's see. I, I'm going to pull up the, the thing real quick just to look through because I had Max, a chart. You're, you're a bit better versed than I am, so. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Um, I, ha- I I have a chart of all. Yeah. Okay. From the sustainability of heliocentrism. Okay. So I went back 2010, 2021. All right. Um, the lowest usage rate was 34% that I accounted for. The highest was 40.2%. And none of the teams made it past the Western or Eastern Conference Finals. So um, None of the and that's in the last do you have any 11 of the teams. Years. Like, do you have any of the uh, the players on those teams that? Have yeah, we'll crazy go through rate? it. So, Kobe Bryant, thirty four percent, 2011 Lakers. Kobe Bryant, thirty four point six, twenty eleven, twenty twelve Lakers. Carmelo, thirty four point nine on the twenty twelve, twenty thirteen Knicks. Westbrook for two years straight on the twenty thirteen to twenty fifteen OKC Thunder. So two years. Boogie Cousins, thirty five percent on the twenty. Yeah, um, Demar. Um, sorry, Russell Westbrook, forty. 40.2% set the record on the 2017 OKC Thunder. James Harden for two years, 35 and 39.6% respectively, 2017 and 2019 Houston Rockets. Giannis, 36%, 2020 Milwaukee, 2019, 2020 Milwaukee. Joel Was Embiid, that the, the last... bubble year? 
Uh, yes, they lost four to one uh, in the Eastern Conference semifinals to the Heat. And then Joel Embiid, the last two years, 35 and 37, respectively, 2020 to 2022. Um, they both lost 4 3 and 4 2 in the Eastern Conference semifinals. So, more reasons to not take Joel Embiid. <laughs> well, if they build around him, he's a good passer. Like, he could he could efficiently distribute if he's surrounded by shooting. When he's not a bad scorer either. He's a good he's passer. Great, he's a great really- flopper. He is a great flopper, but so is a he's lot. He's also of a good scorer. He is a good scorer. Um, but yeah, so like that, I, I know I talked about this already in the sustainability of heliocentrism episode. Again, shout out. So check that out. But like Austin and I have said, that really does not um look well on or it does not bode well for a team when they have a guy with a ridiculously high usage rate. Um this year, teams that come to mind is the Mavericks and Atlanta. And I know we're gonna get into the Mavericks later. Yeah. So yeah. uh just a quick uh, quick thing to add. Um as much like as I give Joel Embiid like all this hate, uh, preseason he was my pick to win MVP. That's fair. If he didn't get injury, I th- injured, I think he could. He was on pa- on on fucking pace I, to win. I thought this was going to be his year. But he's averaging guys, thirty, almost thirty-two points a game. So, like, what do you guys on, have so far? Um, Tatum won. AD is up there. Um, Luca's up there as well. Uh, those are my big three. It won't goes away from those. Teams. I think I think Tatum, where the league stands right now, is like a solid, yeah, solid yeah. bit ahead of everyone else. Because of because the two way record, yeah, because of the two way ability and the team record, Luca is so offensive oriented. No defense. I think Luca's um, two. I think Luca's is, is definitely yeah. Two. And then I would say three is AD, even though yeah. it's just been a pass. Like it's been like a di- a rise in the last like week and a half. I mean, you could so also you could put Donovan Mitchell in that conversation. He's been having a really good. He's year. up there. He's up there. Yeah. Um. He had forty nine yeah. the other night, didn't he? Yeah. He's yeah. He, he was sure. going great. I mean, do you guys have like predictions for awards right now? Mid- well, I mean, like, let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about predictions for awards. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're back. Uh, we took a quick break, and now we're back. Uh, TH, what is your uh, take? And we're going to decide whether or not it's hot. Um, Paolo Bancara right now, honestly, is a top five power forward in the league. Okay. Um, five. All right. Top five is hot. I think that's a hot take. That's very – He's go- I think he will be eventually. Top five. I have a few questions. Yes. Yeah, I... go, go ahead. Go ahead. Is Tatum a power forward or a small forward? Small. Small okay. forward. Okay. That's that's why like like if we're gonna if we're gonna say that LeBron James and Jason Tatum are power forwards and like Anthony Davis are power forwards, like well no, no I, I consider whoa, 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 whoa. AD Anthony is a power Davis forward. not a power forward? No, he is a power forward. His whole thing is he mean? doesn't want to play center. His whole thing is he doesn't want to play center, so he's a power oh. forward. I mean, well, yeah, I, I so I was so like power AD forward would be Power forward would be like Giannis. Yes, Giannis. Uh, Giannis. Giannis. AD. Uh, I think of Kevin Durant more as a small forward. Um, yeah. Carl Anthony Towns, Zion, Draymond. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns. Rudy Gobert plays. No, no power forward. He think he's, he's talking about power forward. No, dude, Cat no, is not forward. a power forward. Yeah, he's no, not. Rudy Cat, Gobert Cat plays power center. Forward. Rudy Gobert play yeah, like Rudy fucking... Gobert play center. What are you talking about? Rudy Gobert. Okay, yeah, no, he is. A power and, and, but like, so what? I, so they run guys, power I'm... forward. They're Dude, you've forward. got two twin towers over there in Minnesota. You're not going to tell me he's a power forward. Dude's like seven foot tall. He plays Gobert seven forward. two. Gobert seven foot two. He's taller than him. 
They Gobert is not a power forward. Okay. No, Jared. no, exactly. They 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 run two centers. But like, so, I mean, the main reason he why I'm saying the he plays or, power forward though, like instead of playing the center spot, they have him playing the power forward spot. But he's not a power forward. Okay, he is. You would call Evan Mobley's a power forward right now. Yes. He plays power forward for Cleveland. You what do you mean? Yes, he's seven foot as well, bitch. So 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 is fucking. So is Carl Anthony Towns, who can't it's play defense. What? It's about the role. Kevin Durant's seven foot. He plays the three at the wing. You said that. You said that. Uh, your whole argument was that that uh, um, fucking uh, Carl. Yeah, they got Towns twin towers. Foot. I'm saying they run two centers. All right, he's a power forward. I think it's two, two against we'll, one. Get, get back to it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Jaron Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, Scotty Barnes, and then Evan Mobley, John Collins, Aaron Gordon, Dorian Finney-Smith, Jeremy Grant. Julius Randle, Kuzma, um, and then like kind of Lowry Markinen, PJ Tucker, uh, Patrick Lowry Williams. Kind of. Markinen's been playing awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's been saying, playing really well. They kind of switched you those know, guys off between center and power. You forward. know, TH, I don't, I don't think that's an egregious take. Honestly, like the power forward pool, I think is pretty weak in general. Like after you drop off the first couple of guys, um, I just think it's kind of like a neglected role. I would, like, off the top of my head, I would say he could be up there. I also don't have his stats pulled up, like, in comparison to the league, but... He's been injured. So his stats are lower, but he's been good. How did he play the other night? No, he's been injured, like, in the past. Like, he missed some time, so that's why his stats might be a little bit lower than the other guys, but he's been playing well. That's not an Mm -hmm. egregious take. It's just a, it's it's hot for sure. I mean, I mean the main the main reason why is just because like I mean I think he's playing sort of like a leader in terms of if you know what I mean like he's he's a he's a, I would I would say he's a young guy like he, he just got yes. drafted but I feel like he's he's already. Than us. I mean, to be, like, to be fair, they beat the Clippers the other night. That's so yeah. uh, he's he's leading a bad team. Um, well, actually, honestly, they have decent players they have decent young players in the magic i will say you know bobo is averaging bobo is averaging let's see here he's averaging 13 uh eight and uh two blocks which is i mean that's pretty good well they also have wendell carter jr cole Cole anthony Anthony, franz wagner jalen suggs mo wagner gary harris franz wagner also, Franz Wagner and Paolo are sort of uh, Tatum and Brown light, right? Yeah, they're, they're like, very, they I mean, so Franz well Wagner together. is insane. He's, he's yeah. really good. Like, if Brown and Tatum are the better, like, the good version of, um, an, like, well, now it's uh, Leonard, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. If Tatum and Brown are, like, the better version of that right now, um, Franz Wagner and Paolo Bencaro are, like, the younger versions of – Tatum and Brown, if that makes sense. Yeah, that was a little yeah, I, good I, place. But no, no, yeah. no. I, I completely, I, I actually agree with you on that in terms yeah. of like you know, um, they're both you, in the East, they're both young, you know. So if you want, I just pulled up uh, Paulo's stats. I can. I have them. Right, I have them right here. Oh, you got them. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's averaging twenty-two. You know, he's he's averaging twenty-two, seven rebounds, four assists, about a steal, and almost a block a game. Off of three turn- turnovers, and I mean, that's that's his. It's not necessarily terrible stats. Um, no, I mean he's shooting almost fifty percent too, which is yeah. He's shooting well, and he's. I think he his decision making for a young guy um, is also really good as well. Um, at his position, he kind of takes over at times. I mean, we've we've seen clips of it. Um, 
and he plays very mature um, was, as opposed to other, you know, feel like a rookie. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, you have your guys like Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes and stuff like that, that are like the young power forwards and stuff. But I do think Paolo is up there um, on that list and that, and that discussion, but um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's a good one. I'll give that. If Stiggs was like, you ever see blue fire? That's like the hottest fire. Stiggs yeah. is blue hot. Uh, THS was, THS is like, uh, you burned your I, elbow reaching yeah, into yeah. the oven. And that's, yeah, that's how yeah. hot that was. Um, so like pretty hot. I burnt myself in a hot pocket. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> THS was biting into a hot pocket. Stiggs was sticking your hand into a blue fire. Um, and okay. One final take. My take is the Pelicans are going to the finals out of the West. Wow. I kind of like that. Oh, wow. First in the Southwest division, um, 16 and eight, their roster, Jose Alvarado, Dyson Daniels has been playing awesome. I also really like Alvarado. Devontae Graham's been playing well. Jackson Hayes has been playing well. Willie Hernan Gomez doesn't get much time, but he looks pretty solid. Brandon Ingram, who is uh, one of my favorite K- players to watch. KD light, I would say kind mm-hmm. of light. Um, uh, Herb Jones, who I fucking love, one a defensive mastermind. Um, Kieran Lewis Jr., who hasn't been playing that much, but has has played well when he gets on. EJ Liddell hasn't played really at all, but he's a fun pick. Najee Marshall, CJ McCollum, who's been playing, who's been shooting the ball really bad, but has been playing pretty well. Trey Murphy has been, um, I don't know what the I forget the word, but he's just been light, like fucking awesome for them. He's been. I was not expecting him to be this good. Larry Nance Jr., who's another awesome player. Uh, Darion Sebron, I don't think he plays. Did you already Her- mention Herb Jones? Yes. Yeah. Herb Jones is like, I, I like to watch Herb Jones. I love, I love Herb Jones. Um, Garrett Temple is a good veteran. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas, <laughs> their center, who's Did like, you just he's say a really Garrett good center. Temple? He's a good veteran, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's what you're taking away from this entire fucking roster is that Garrett Temple isn't a solid veteran. He's been in the league for like 14 years. Um, That's the one blemish that I've seen that I've heard so far. He's 36 yeah. years old. That is not a blemish. He doesn't play. Great locker have, like, room guy, I'm sure. Yes. Jonas He's a glue guy. He's a glue guy. And then finally, Zion Williamson. This team is fucking stacked. They can make a move. They have, if you remember, they have all the Lakers picks this year. Um, so if the Lakers bad, those picks are fucking awesome. Um, the- my guess is they're going to package Jonas and some picks to get a better center. Uh, I've heard uh-huh. Miles Turner's name out there. Oh, I would, I, I would think they're going to try to get a guard. Why? Like I get, like I mean, there's a, there's a lot of guards out there that they could probably get. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I, I don't really they, have a solid reason, but Lillard like, goes there. They got they got Jose Alvarado. They got CJ McCollum, who kind of handles ball handling duty. They got Brandon Ingram, who takes the ball up a lot too. Um, they got they could nice, improve. Jose Alvarado is a good point guard, but I'm saying they could. Improve at the point guard. They don't have a natural point guard, like really yeah. natural point guard. I mean, Jose Alvarado mans the second unit. CJ kind of mans it, but he's like a yes. He man. Um, CJ McCollum is like a two who mans the point guard position, and then you have Dyson Daniels who's been playing really well. Um, so to your point, TH, they don't have like a natural point guard. I guess Devonte Graham would be kind of that for them. But really, I think their um their whole thing is their center. If they could upgrade the Jonas Valanciunas spot, they'd be really set. Um, so yeah, what do you guys think about this? Hot or not? I mean, I mean, honestly, if what I was gonna ask just that was what would an upgrade be over, you know, Jonas Valanciunas? So we heard Miles like, Turner, they have like a it would be like a Jonas and picks to Indiana, who is a good team. 
I don't think they would drop off that significantly get by getting Jonas Valanciunas. He's obviously not as good as Miles Turner, but Indiana's there. They're not going to be competing for a title, though. So getting those young picks, they can add to that core of Chris Duarte, um, Tyrese Halliburton, Benedict Matherin, Andrew Nemhard, um, guys like that. And they can kind of build around with those those picks from the Lakers because those picks are very valuable. Um, another trade, like that, the Miles Turner one is the one I really like. You could also go to um, uh, San Antonio for Jakob Pertl, and I think you could give him Jonas and a one pick maybe. How do you, how that, do you feel about uh, uh, targeting like someone like Christian Wood on the Mavs? I don't like Christian Wood. I'll be honest with you. You don't. He's a good numbers bad team also, player. I don't think he'd fit well on the Pelicans either. I think the he's Pelicans very a big man. Christian Wood is like he gets like the ball. Christian Wood is a, he gets the ball and doesn't remember. He like he he doesn't pass the ball. He doesn't facilitate. Um, you already have such ball dominance like with Brandon Ingram, Zion, and CJ. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not enough touches for him. Also, he I think he's a really like a good numbers bad team player. Um. He's so ball dominant. I don't like I can him. see that. And yeah. they need defense. Like for them, it's like their defensive anchor. They need a defensive anchor at center until Herb Jones kind of becomes like he's not there yet. He's a great mm-hmm. defensive player. He's just not there. Like he's not quite a starting caliber defensive center right now. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think although Miles Turner has been playing better defense for Indiana, he's also not a great defender. But that offense um, that he adds with the passing, though, he's like a good facilitator. Um, I, that's why I like Jakob Pertl too. Um, I'm trying to think of who else they could add. That would be a big, I think Miles Turner is the big one. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I I, yeah. besides, besides the point of like adding somebody, I, the only way I see the Pelicans even having a close shot is if they are healthy. That is yeah, the big, think, that is the, the big, big what if uh, you, we all, I mean, obviously with Zion, he's shown a, a huge jump this year. Like he looks insane. Like he's gonna if he can stay healthy, he will dominate the league. Um, Brandon Ingram looks a lot better too. What's up? I was gonna say, doesn't Ingram battle injuries too a little bit though? Yeah, like he like yeah. they're both pretty injury prone, um, or at least like they seem to battle them throughout the regular season. But I mean, if they're guys that are kind of just you know, you know, obviously we don't know what goes on behind the scenes if they're just kind of load management type of shit. Right. Like you know what I mean? Like that I I could. I want to say I, – I will say it's a hot take, but it's not necessarily like, you know, like how you were talking about, like, it's not a blue flame take for me right now. Yeah. Because, no, I, because the West is so open, you know, it's just – Thank you. Thank you. I I think yeah. the West this year may be the worst it's been in a long time. Yeah, yeah it really which has. Is crazy, like, which yeah. is crazy to say because you have – Curry, you have Thompson, you have LeBron James, you have Booker. AD, you have I don't th- I, Williamson. You can't talk about Clay like that anymore, man. I don't think you can put Clay in that conversation anymore. I I like Clay, didn't but you I just didn't you well, just pass Jason Kidd on the three point list? It doesn't really matter. Yeah, but that's because he hit so many three. I, I'm not taking away anything from Clay Thompson right now. I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna talk about elite people in the West, like you got Steph Curry, you got Jokic. Well, it doesn't you got matter. Dark, yeah. It's more about the t- like how many teams have like I think it's a better conversation is about the teams itself and who do you see coming out of the West? I, I will give you some examples. It's Sacramento Pelicans, um, the Warriors, the Suns. The Warriors have been abysmal on the road this yes, year. Yes, the Lakers, um, the clip, the Clippers who also need their own injury Shit. luck. We no, don't know what God, they look fuck like. The Clippers. The Suns just got blown out by Boston. They were the one that was put. They're number one in the South or the West rather. Um, 
how well are they going to do without with an injured Chris Paul, who we don't know, like he's really old and he didn't look great to start the season. He didn't look great before the injury. He didn't look great after the injury. Is this Chris Paul? Is this who he is now? Um, I, who else? Like Minnesota's in shambles. I, yeah. And all, all the teams that we, that we predicted. I mean, I, I predicted the Clippers to be winning. Yep. Uh, in the end, like in our, in our podcast for the off season, but um, that, I mean, clearly it's, it's, if they don't get Kawhi back, you know, they're not going to seating is important. Uh, we, we know that is good. Memphis is good. Um, there's not really real quick, actually. I'm gonna uh, look, I'm gonna New Orleans is number one in the West right now. I believe we have. What are you saying, Max? New Orleans is number one in the West right now with that Phoenix loss. So, I mean, wow. they're all the teams other than Memphis. Memphis is really good. Um, so I could see them and the Pelicans going at it, but it's going to be like. Reading off one to six right now, uh, Pelicans, Suns, Grizzlies, Nuggets, Kings, and Jazz. And then seven is Mavericks, Portland at eight, Clippers at nine, Golden State at 10, and then Minnesota is at 11. So, like, I think Portland can sneak its way in there. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like, they're not a finals team. I think, like, New Orleans. Well, I was just, I'm not, I'm not, I was just, I was just, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying, like, the New Orleans, like, that's going to be shaken up, but I think New Orleans and Memphis are the ones with the depth and personnel, and you can't count out the Warriors yet. Max. Yeah. Um, so this, this is from one of the really, really early Boston three parties, uh, where we, we did our preseason rankings. Mm hmm. So, um, do you have the list of the current like seedings right now? Yep. So, uh, cumulatively between Tori, myself, and Cam, we had the Warriors at one, Grizzlies at two. This is finishing the season. Denver at three, Clippers at four, Suns at five, Mavs at six, Lakers at seven, T Wolves at eight. Yeah, that's so okay. So the real one is Pelicans at one, Phoenix two, Memphis three, Denver four. Sacramento five, Utah six, Dallas seven, Portland eight, Clippers nine, and the Warriors ten. So, which is crazy. Yeah, that is I, crazy. I have a, Sacramento I have a, being at five is wild. It's not. Sacramento's really no, well built. I'm not they saying I, like I'm not saying they're. I'm. I'm. What I'm saying by wild is like it's Sacramento. They're not necessarily yeah. like. But I mean, I, I I bet they're over on their games this year. I, like a lot of people were high on them. They've been playing really well. They have a good team. I mean. Sabonis, Herder, De'Aaron Fox, okay, oh, oh my, Ozzy Akpala, like they they have some yeah. guys like they have um, pieces. Yeah, I I mean I would say in preseason you, you can't really predict how young drafted guys are gonna do, um, but yeah. they've been doing really well. Herder, they got Herder. yeah, he's been he's been lighting yeah. it up. Yeah, for being traded, that's that's uh, I mean I I was that's that's uh, wow, that's surprising. Yeah, was, I mean the Kings are really good, which I I like a, some like a lot of people expected. Um, I have a slip out on the fucking uh, Clippers to win the West. That's not going to happen, I don't think. Um, yeah, that's why I think this take isn't that hot. Like, I mean, I don't think I don't think that's terrible. I mean, yeah. they got to fight and they got to stay healthy. I think yes. injuries are the biggest factor, right? Yeah, that's but, right. That's the one thing. Yeah, that, Denver's, that's honest... Denver's all right, but they're like a missing piece away. They're kind of a little bit weirdly built i think what missing like, piece i love denver <laughs> no they need like i don't know what they need but it's oh they need a, they need a wing guy the... that's not porter jr yeah and they also need yeah a center. they gotta they gotta they gotta let him either 
I mean, he's going to – No, I like uh, Michael gonna... Porter Jr. They need a center – they need, a like, a center um, – def- like, a defensive center, not Jokic. Yeah. So, like – and then they also need someone to man the, the second unit when Jokic gets off because when Jokic goes off, they stop scoring. Like a Thomas Bryant type, type of dude. I mean, you for could say – Starting, yeah. And then for manning the second unit, I don't know what they need, but they need someone to be able to score. Um, Jafail McGee, bring him back? No, because they're starting DeAndre Jordan – or they have DeAndre Jordan playing, like, legitimate minutes for them, which is just not acceptable. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I mean, at his age, that should, should not be happening. <laughs> yeah, JaVale McGee is actually is way better than, than DeAndre Jordan. No, JaVale starts for fucking Dallas, and that's unacceptable as well. It should be Christian Wood starting. Um, so, I don't trust Dallas at all either. They have – they look terrible. Dallas looks really bad. Um, but yeah, okay. so what's up? I was just gonna ask who's the head coach over there? Uh um Jason Kidd. Yes, okay. Yeah. I knew he was bald, I was just it was blanking. <laughs> yeah, he's a bald, racially ambiguous guy. Um and he, he's dewy, he's a dewy. <laughs> but yeah, okay, I think that's gonna do it for us here at the Lubcast. This has been a really fun segment. We will be back next week with another episode and thank you all for listening. Think I won the lotto, yeah, this low mulatto, yeah, could be a model.